You're listening to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. Hello, you have tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika here on Dash Radio, where we discuss insider secrets to health and so much more. Here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika, we take a look at health from a broad perspective and we break it down so that it is what? Relatable, doable, and most definitely fun. And you know what? I am Dr. Tamika. So my rock stars, are you ready? I hope you have your minds open, your ears and gear to learn, and you're ready to take your health to the next level. What I have to you, what I have for those of you who are tuned in today, get ready, get ready. I mean, I hope you, this is what I call for my grown and sexy rock stars. So if you're grown and sexy, get ready and get your, get your um, you don't even have to get your notes up, just get your ears pierced up. Now, my next guest on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio is none other than Tiffany, the founder and chief sexonista of Entice Me and Sexy Survivors. What's up, Tiffany? Hi, Dr. Tamika. Thanks for having me. I am so happy to have you. Did you hear the title? I said chief sexonista. How many of you of my rock stars out there are any chief sexonistas, okay? I don't know how many of you may think you are, but she is one. And she's a sexy survivor. So with this, I want us to understand that we're really going to talk about some topics as it relates to health. You know, there are so many men and women struggling in the area of sexual health. Um, no, Now more than ever, there are relationships that are impacted and there are changes as it relates to intimacy, connectivity, and satisfaction. And what we're wondering now, Tiffany, is there a solution on the horizon? Is there really a solution on the horizon for this? So as we have you here tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, I want you to just give us a little bit, bit of background about yourself and what you do. And how did you get into this? Well, I've always thought that sex was very intriguing and it's always fascinated me ever since I was a little girl and about how sex affects our relationships in our lives. And growing up, I grew up in Idaho where it was a very conservative area and I saw firsthand what lack of sex education produced is, and we, a mid, middle class neighborhood growing up area and we had one of the highest teenage pregnancy rates in the nation. Really? And yes, so my junior year in high school, I knew 22 girls that were pregnant. You said 22? 22. Idaho. 20. In Idaho. <laughs> in Idaho. Okay. So just le learning that, but, you know, we didn't really have sex education until it was too late. And what I've realized now is that, and growing up, it, uh, becoming a woman and everything throughout my life is that even those sex education that we did get, it, we, as women, we're taught that sex is bad and that it's going to lead has consequences whether it's our reputation or our we're going to get pregnant or get a disease and pleasure is never addressed pleasure is never addressed it's like you're going to end up pregnant you're going to end up uh, having to take care of these kids you're not going to be able to have a better lifestyle your future is going to be Im impacted and to have 22, I don't, in my high school, I don't believe we had 22. I mean, in my high school, I don't think my particular class, and I went to a Catholic high school in Downey, California, 
um, I don't think we had any in my senior class. So that's interesting to see and hear on the statistics for your particular class. And I believe it that, you know, let's think about it. Those of you, my, my grown and sexy rock stars and tuned in, I mean, what's pleasure ever talked about younger on? Like, and when you're younger, I don't think it is addressed at all. You're a hundred percent correct. Never is. And if you look at, there's tons of words for male self-pleasure or masturbation, and there's hardly any for female self-pleasure. And so if we don't learn about our bodies and how it works, it's really hard to communicate that to a partner when we get to that point. Oh, this is really good because I think a lot of times um, it's a touchy subject, right? It's very touchy. And so it's interesting. So let me ask you this before we dive really into that, because that's what I really, I know you, my, my grown and sexy rock stars are like, Ooh, let's get into this. But before we jump into that, I really want you to help me to understand a little bit about like, um, this whole idea of this sexy survivor. What's a sexy survivor? So sexy survivors is my foundation side of my company entice me. And I created it because I found that women and men who've gone through cancer treatment have a lot of problems with their body image coming out of treatment. And also treatment puts women into an artificial menopause. It can put a big damper on intimacy and the doctors don't really talk about that. Oh, and so I, it's, I really focus on cancer survivors, but also people who've gone through traumatic experiences or veterans returning from combat also know debrief about how intimacy is going to work when you get home from being in a war zone to being in a, a calm household. Things right. Like that. Wow. So, I mean, let's think about that. I mean, that's definitely, and it's a vulnerable topic. It's not like something that's like, what's for dinner? You know, it's right. like, that's something that's very simple. What's for dinner or, Hey, what have you, what's the, what show are you watching on Netflix? This is something that's very, very personal. And we're thinking about, and we're going to talk about uh, cancer survivors. And I never thought about people returning from war. And then even those who are dealing with, you know, right now doing it with this pandemic, you know, yep. this is all something that is real. And it's something that's impacting their daily life, which also can impact, you know, their sleep. So how have you noticed, like, what are some um, some of the struggles that they have as it relates to sexual health? For the pandemic? As far as with the sexy survivors. So one, it's about treating the one. It starts with self-love and with my cancer survivors. It's loving the new body that you now have, whether if you've, if you've had a body altering surgery for men and women, it's usually a lot of the surgeries that the, of the survivors that I work with is around reproductive health or our femininity or our masculinity, whether it's testicular cancer or prostate cancer, those are all things that affect men also. And so not being able to have intercourse like it used to be and mm -hmm. what that new normal is going to be because you can still experience pleasure and you can still experience intimacy. It just may not look like penis and vagina sex. True. And that's something that I think people, that whole change, right? That if you're not able to, after having those type of surgeries, especially when you have body altering surgeries or something that's impacting your ability to um, have an erection or have be sexually stimulated, that's something that's going to impact you mentally so then it makes you like uh, shy away from even wanting to have sex, which then impacts the relationship 
of the person you're with or your partner, your spouse, whatever, because they're thinking maybe there's something wrong with them, right. but it's something you're dealing with internally. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. It's a combination of that physical, biological, and emotional components because also with chemotherapy and radiation, there's a lot of times women then are having extreme, you know, vaginal dryness and things that their doctors have never really told them that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so then sex is painful. And then the other partner goes, oh, well, I'm hurting you. I don't want to touch you now. And then it drives that wedge because they're afraid. It's kind of that China doll syndrome of not wanting to touch the survivor because they're too fragile. They think they're too fragile, even when the survivor is ready to jump back in. Gotcha. So this is something that comes up with different things. And it, it necess- we're dealing with uh, people who are talking about here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, how individuals who are having um, had body altering surgeries or have had uh, cancer and a, the treatment afterwards have left them in a situation where they can't have a sexual encounter like they used to. So now the change is um, something that really needs to be addressed because that's a mental thing and how it impacts the relationships, not even the, not only the relationship between the spouse, the partner, whomever they're with, but then how that impacts their other relationships as it relates to their work life and their social life. And then maybe they become more isolated. This is really, Tiffany, I got to tell you, you came with a topic that I don't think most people talk about. I told you insider secrets here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. We're bringing stuff that's real and relevant. And I have to tell you, at first I was like, well, should we talk about it? Should we not? I'm like, sexual health is real. We need to talk about it. We definitely need to talk about it. Um, and then when we think about uh, the, the the ramifications of the various surgeries, and particularly women with vaginal dryness and uh, pain upon sex, which is can be called dyspareunia. You know, in medicine, we got to use big words, mm-hmm. but painful sex, um, that is a problem. And you don't necessarily have to be a cancer survivor to experience painful sex as it relates to vaginal dryness. Right. So I want so you many to- women, So many women have vaginal dryness with our hormones changing as we age or with medications that we take, you know, hydration, stress, all kinds of things can affect the lubrication. Right. So therefore, then you like your desire decreases even more so because it's painful. Mm-hmm. And then there goes some more head trash, right? Yep. I don't want to be touched. And then they don't, then, then there's this cycle. I don't want to be touched or why don't they touch me? And they're like, you're the fragile China doll. What a great analogy. I mean, that's a great comparison there because you're so like, I don't want to hurt you. And the thought is let's figure out how do we get to some relief, right? Mm-hmm. Get some, some true relief there. Um, and then when I think about it, so we have, and this is a vulnerable topic. So it's not like something that's sitting over a coffee table or over a socially distanced wine tasting event virtually <laughs> that you're having at home. This is a very uh, sensitive topic. So I'm wondering what would be some of the key signs? Maybe they don't even know that they're dealing with this, Tiffany. How would they even like start to even think in that direction? Starting to think when was the last time that you touched yourself? or that your partner and you had any kind of like physical intimacy besides holding hands and kissing. And a lot of times, you know, in our our busy lives, we just go, oh yeah, it's been a few weeks. But when you've gone through a traumatic surgery or body altering surgery or treatment, it can be months to years. And then 
you don't know how you actually got there. True. It just becomes part of the norm. And even like I'm thinking of just with that particular example you gave, um, you're saying like time goes by and it just becomes part of the norm of what's happening. But even with people outside of the sexy survivors, right. those of you, my rock stars who are tuned in, tuned in right now on Dash Radio, Rocket with Dr. Tamika, I need you to hear this. You may not be the sexy survivor, but when's the last time you've connected? You know, I like this, like the thought behind like when's the last time you, you outside of holding hands or times you touch. Is there anything else that would cue us back in or cue my listeners back in into what they should be thinking about as it relates to this distance intimately? Well, think about your just general health in in total. If you look at everything that sex does for our bodies, it can show up as you're more stressed, that your skin isn't glowing like it used to, that your immune system is more compromised. You might be feeling depressed. Ooh, so, so skin... Um, feeling depressed, not wanting to interact with others, wanting to be isolate. You know, looking at what all the benefits of having sex, just the health benefits, you know, it helps when we have an orgasm. It stimulates collagen production. It stimulates blood flow. It reduces stress and helps you feel better, just have better well-being all over. Okay, like, let me just repeat that. I need them to understand helps with collagen. All my individuals out there who's trying to buy a product, a cream, a lotion, a potion, think about your sex life. Um, helps with blood flow, which is good. It's vasodilation. It's good for the body. It helps to move things around. It helps decrease stress. You're like, if I'm so stressed, maybe this will help. I have to give a caveat there. Sometimes when you're under stress, the last thing the body wants to think about is sex. But if you are working towards improving that area of your life, perhaps that will help decrease your stress. And then there's this overall well-being, just helping you be your best self. Like, I'm just, why is she walking on cloud nine? Why is he skipping to the beat with a mask on? <laughs> right? You, I, I, with masks, it's harder. But I really say that my superpower is that I can tell when someone hasn't had an orgasm in a while. Because their skin just looks different. Their fine lines are more visible and they just have that you know you meet what do you say when you somebody who is irritated and agitated we say oh they need to get laid right right <laughs> so if you're saying that to yourself like why am i so agitated or somebody's like wow you're grouchy today like oh maybe you need something a little something else to help produce some more collagen, blood flow, decrease the stress, and help with your overall well-being. Did you hear that, my grown and sexy rock stars here on Rocky with Dr. Tamika? This is a topic that I don't think we do enough discussion about. Sexual health is real. Um, it's something that we need to be uh, cognizant of. At the same time, recognizing that there's something we can do about it as opposed to just settle in and just be like, this is my life. This is what it is. So my sexy survivors, if you're noticing this, I think it's time to have a conversation. I heard this therapist once say, you know, in a relationship, you have to have what's called uh, formal conversations and informal conversations. And let me define that for you. Informal conversations is like, you know, what's how, how was your day? What's going on? You talk about sports. You talk about the kids. You may talk about work. You may talk about just little simple things. 
But then that formal conversation is when you sit back and you have a conversation about like, this is what's going on right now that's impacting our relationship, right? And I don't think, you know, communication is the the key to relationships in general, right? Yes. So if we can take the time to just communicate, you know, I'm struggling in this area with you or with myself or with the combination, that helps for uh, a deeper connection, a deeper commitment, a deeper intimacy that can lead to better sexual health. What's your thoughts on that, Tiffany? For sure. And it's, you know, somebody actually sent me an email yesterday is and asked, you know, that, that it seems like their partner tenses up when it gets time for sex and they haven't been able to please their partner, even though, but besides a couple of times completely to like full orgasm a couple of times in their whole relationship. And so it could be something that's triggering her that she doesn't even know about or that subconsciously. And so I'm like, we've got to start that conversation and it, you know, don't do it in the middle. Like, why are you so tense? (laughs) (laughs) But to have those conversations outside the bedroom and to start by saying, you know, I want to please you. And I, something that I noticed with your body is that it tenses up. And so that it's not a you or I thing, but it's a, I notice this, I'm paying attention. And Ooh, look at those key words, Tiffany. Look, you're not pointing. There's no blame. So there's no blame. blame. There's no blame, right, Tiffany? And and also what I tell men to use the words, I feel so connected to you when is a great way to say, I feel so connected to you when we're intimate. And how can we, how can I help to make this better? Ooh, so no blame. And men, my, my male listeners, rock stars who are here on Rocky with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. I feel so connected when, that's the key phrase, the sex, the chief sexonista said, this is the key phrase. I feel so connected when, or I like to be more connected. Go ahead. And for women to your men say, it's so hot when. Ooh, it's so hot. So my ladies, it's so sexy I feel so hot when these are key phrases and this is good. And I, you know, practice makes perfect. You know, you may not get it right. You may be thinking now, what did they say on rocket with Dr. Timothy? What did the sexy lady say? What did she say? Just try. I feel so connected men, ladies. I feel, it feels like what I want. I'm so, it feels so hot when I love it, Tiffany. I love give any other phrases, catch phrases that we can use. You never know. We have people tuned in. Maybe my producer needs to know. Maybe the sound engineer. Maybe they partners, their spouses, their wives. These are key phrases. We need some help. This look, this free therapy right here, people. <laughs> well, and find out how I love the five love languages and finding out whether your partner is somebody who likes a lot of touch or they like verbal praise you know those are very important and to be able to communicate that i can't tell you how many times that my clients and my students really go oh yeah i've never even thought about i talk to my partner in the way that i like to be talked to but instead we should talk to them the way that they like to be talked to and you, I mean, that book, The Five Languages of Love, you know, there's the language of touch. There's a the language of time. There's a the language of words of affirmation. There's gifts. I mean, these are all parts of your uh, communication style. So yes. 
understanding that it is not what you want. It's more or less what the person you are sharing this intimate bond with, what they want and communicating with them in that way. So my sexy survivors, that formal conversation, I mean, I know it's a difficult topic. It's not simple. It's not like something that, and some people may find it very simple, but I would think the majority of individuals, it doesn't come naturally to say this is pleasing, this is not pleasing, but it's something that happens whether or not you are a sexy survivor or someone who's just trying to survive their marriage or this relationship they're in, right? And we know that the divorce rate is high, and so we need to figure out what we can do to keep people together as much as possible. Okay, so now let me ask you this. Now, that would be something to help them along as far as some of the words. Are there any other um, tools or resources they can do to help them in this area? Tools or resources they could use, rather. There's tons of resources that are available, but hiring a coach is also always a good idea because we haven't been taught how to have these conversations. And so to have someone that can facilitate it, like myself or another sex coach, to facilitate the conversation to take the angst out of it. But also we hire coaches for the gym, for our nutrition, for to play tennis, to play basketball. We hire coaches in so many different ways in areas of our lives. But when sex is one of the most basic needs and most important thing in your relationship, and we haven't been taught much about it, and we definitely haven't been taught how to communicate. And so hire a coach in that area. Okay. I would agree because I've been thinking about it. I gave a talk once, and I was telling people we're so quick to get a coach for our kids, right? But sometimes we need to coach ourselves. And Mm -hmm. then the areas, they vary. You know, we may get a financial coach. We may get a coach, like you said, for someone to help us with our bodies or someone, a physician that works specifically in um, holistic alternative medicine or functional medicine. We may find something in those areas, but a life coach. But have you ever thought about a sex coach? You know, and you don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be embarrassed. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. You are trying to live your best life right now. I always say, Unlimited thinking, unlimited you. And we need to rock your body from the inside out. And what you need is someone to help you rock your body from the inside out, right? So let me ask you this. As we think about taking it where we are right now today as it relates to the pandemic and how people are struggling in this area, what are your thoughts on that? So we're going to come out of the pandemic with two things, a higher divorce rate and a lot of babies. And it's very going to be very polarized. Um, what people are really struggling with, I'm finding right now, is that there's no time for personal space and mm-hmm. that everyone is up on each other in their, you know, everyone's home, working from home, schooling from home. And it doesn't give a couple any chance to want each other because the desire is created when there's a space between to create longing. And when we're all home together, it's really difficult to do that and to get out of the routine that we're in. And so, you know, I suggest one of my things that I really suggest during this time is to just even have a date and do it in a separate in a different room than you normally do. Change it up and do something different. Um, One thing that I've recommended throughout the quarantine is to even just recreate your first date. And if you have kids, have your kids serve you or do, you know, Ah. kind of be 
in that getting to see the inside, you know, scene of how their parents first met. Things oh, like that. Oh, that's a really good idea. I'm like thinking about my kids. I'm like, let me try to see who's who's going to be the chef and who's going to be the. We're going to have to order Uber Eats or something because. Right, but they could, you know, you order something that was similar to where you went on on a, to a restaurant. Kind of could dress up, kind of like what you wore that on that first date. Just have fun and don't be afraid to laugh about it and to do something that you haven't ever done before. So this is fun. I mean, my rock stars who are tuned into Rocky with Dr. Tamika, you know, we are sitting here talking with Chief Sexanista, Sexy Survivor, Tiffany, and she is dropping knowledge left and right on what we can do right now in the pandemic as it relates to really reconnecting with one another because there's going to be some things that come out of the pandemic unless we change some things because I don't think we're going back to the way the way things used to be. We're changing the way things are going and we have control of what our future is going to look like right now as it relates to our relationships. So creating that space for connection. And she said, you know, recreate the date, your first date. Wow. I'm like thinking, what was my first date with my husband? Where did we go? Where did we go? I'm trying to, oh, my, see, this is funny. My first day with my husband, we went to a, uh, gosh, what was it? BJ's. We went to BJ's restaurant and I was in residency. And this is crazy because it was the day that they had, um, we had the Twin Tower bombing, 911. Oh, I'm like, no. I always joke with him. I'm like, see, somebody was trying to tell me, run, girl, run, 911. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was interesting because it was intense in the hospital. So I'm like, we had a good time sitting at BJ's talking and just really understanding what was trying to understand what was going on. But then the next time we went out, we went to uh, see Sade in concert. So having that recreate that particular date would be a lot of fun there. So recreating that, think about your first date with the person you're hanging out with now, your spouse, your significant other, your, your love joy, like who are you? What would that look like? And having those around you serve you or maybe ordering Uber eats or just making that romantic room in the house somewhere different, you know, that's, a great idea of reconnection, Tiffany. That's an awesome idea. And it doesn't cost much. You can just do it at home, you know? Right. Candles, creating the atmosphere, music. You can get all kinds of music and just create the mood. Um, and then when I think about it, uh, I was just trying to think back to the people who are in this pandemic and just having to be separated, right? Uh, that, yeah, that's the other side of it is, so I'm, I'm single and I live alone. And so making sure that I'm doing self hugs and rubbing my skin and touching myself and having that time for me because so touched, we're so touch deprived, you know, you can't even shake hands or hug or anything when you're out in public to protect yourself. So you have to really, I have, I get stressed and I go, okay, I, I've got to just rub my skin and just take time to do that because it brings the oxytocin to the, the bloodstream and helps to just, you know, give yourself a hug. Ooh, give yourself. When's the last time my rock stars who are tuned in? When's the last time you hugged yourself? And I need to let you know, those of you who are tuned in, there will be an opportunity for you to ask Tiffany and I some questions. So if you have some questions, please do not hesitate to hit me up on my Instagram I am Dr. Dr. Tamika, T-A-M-I-K-A. Clearly, we know we can spell Tamika all kinds of ways, but that is a M-I-K-A on the end. Hit me up. Let us know. Let us see what you're thinking. Give us your thoughts. We will give you some feedback the best we can, and we'll keep it kosher. But remember, 
This show is for the grown and sexy rock stars. So hear me, hear me clearly. Get ready, get ready. Ask some questions on Instagram. Let us know. Let me know what your concerns are, what your questions are. And Tiffany and I will respond here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. So, Tiffany, if we're talking about people who are not sexy survivors but are struggling in the bedroom with connection, intimacy, orgasm, excitement, sexual drive, let's just talk about they're bored. They're just straight out bored. Is that is that how do how do they bring back the spice in their life in that particular area? One of my favorite resources is called mojoupgrade.com. And mojoupgrade.com. And what it is is you do a like a questionnaire like of the things that all, anything that you can think of pretty much that you might be interested in sexually. And then you give a code to your partner and then they enter that and do the same questionnaire. And then the matches are only things that you said yes or maybe to. So if you said no and you didn't match on that, you guys won't even say like, for example, if I'm into bondage and my partner said no, he's not going to see that I said that. It will only show you things that you can match on. So this is Mojo, M-O-J-O.com? Mojoupgrade.com. Mojoupgrade.com. So my grown and sexy rock stars, hear me and hear me clearly. This is a, a resource for you to see what you're into, what your spouse is into, what your partner's into, and you can see where you are on the same page. And that can help you bring back the excitement into your life. So the example she gave was about bondage. Like if you're into that and she's not, then or he's not, then... um. You won't know, so that won't be something that you'll go and explore in the future, right? Right. And then also just getting like a a deck of sex cards that is like a position a day or a position a week. Or, you know, there's tons of apps for your phone that you can download and do like, here's a new sex position to try and have fun with it. It may not work out. You may love it. You may hate it. But just don't be afraid to laugh about it either. No judgment. Remember, this is a vulnerable topic. And then, you know, I wouldn't hurt to ask, you know, is there anything I can do better? What do you like? What do you not like? Did you enjoy what we did here? Would you not? When you're looking at these, like Tiffany, I didn't even know all this stuff existed. I'm like, I hope those of you who are tuned in, if you're behind the eight ball, don't really understand and didn't know this. Now, you know, we both know here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. I mean, Tiffany, you're, you're, you're killing me now. I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know. Where have I been? Well, and what I find so much, too, with a lot of the women that I work with is that they don't even know what they like. Mm. And so finding out that yourself, use a sex toy, try something different, you know, to explore your body, take a mirror, look at yourself, love yourself so that you can learn what you like and so that you can tell somebody that oh this is so true because it's basically loving on yourself and being okay to say okay this gives me pleasure this does not give me pleasure Mm -hmm. and then you can communicate that remember we have this informal time and formal time where we can really try to understand what's going on because that communication is really going to help lead to more connection which is going to lead to more intimacy which is going to lead to more excitement more orgasms and a better sexual drive right And if your partner does struggle with being able to express him or herself in 
because it is a subject that a lot of people are very shy about talking about is giving them an option. Do you like this better or do you like this? Do you like touch like this or do you like a deeper rub, you know? And so using the hands to convey, you know, whether you like a feather stroke or you like a deeper touch so that you can really start to communicate feelings because a lot of times we're like, oh, you're not touching me right. But what is that? You know, and we want, we, we think that you're in our head and our bodies and you right. can really, you're understanding what I'm saying, that's but we really have to read our minds. Right. We can read our minds. We think people can read our minds and that's not the case. And this is a problem across the board. Trust me, trust me when I hear uh, Tiffany say this. And then I want you to understand it's not that it's unique to women or it's unique to men. It happens across both genders and all genders that that is because there's a lot of stuff going on and we just don't communicate. And sometimes we don't know how to communicate it. Right. And then we really don't know um, that what we don't like just yet. So, you know, I have a couple of questions coming through, Tiffany. So let me start with this. This is your girl, Dr. Tamika. Got a health question you want to ask? DM us at I am Dr. Tamika. Discover insider tips on how to rock your health with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. This is Mark from Sacramento. I'm an adult male with an uncircumcised penis. I heard that it this might predispose you to certain infections. Should I have a circumcision? So... Um, I'm going to answer this, Tiffany, unless you want to answer it. Go for it, doctor. Um, I'm going to say this. Unless you're having some underlying issues where you're having recurrent infections or something called valentitis or you're having inability to retract the foreskin and you're unable to pee or void, then that would lead me to think that perhaps you need to go and talk to your primary care doctor who would then send you to potentially your urologist to discuss whether or not you should have a circumcision. So I'm not going to say that it's going to automatically need to go and do this. It's something that's typically done at a younger age. So there's different reasons why someone would do it at an older age. So I'm thinking, and even with insurance, they're going to make sure that you've like tried these different things before you even go to surgery. So surgery in itself is not benign. So I'm not going to have that be my first recommendation. What I am going to say is let's make certain that you are doing the things you need to do. You know, you have to make sure you have good hygiene to um, decrease the likelihood of infections. You want to make sure that you're getting enough water on board. You want to make certain that um, you don't have any redness or irritation. So you want to do the basics. I'm always going to go back to the basics before you even go down the route of surgery. So great, great question, Mark. Thank you for putting it in there, asking the question and being like just upfront and real about it. Um, here we have question number two. We have Ian from Reno, Nevada. Is there a male version of menopause that older gentlemen may go through? Um, you mean the angry andropause? <laughs> you mean? Yes, yes, yes. Um, andropause, menopause, women, by definition, you don't have a menstrual cycle for at least one year. Your hormones are decreased. That's your estrogen, your testosterone, progesterone. You may have irritability, night sweats hot flashes, um, gaining weight in the midsection, and just having a roller coaster of emotions, menopause, andropause, angry, easily irritated. Um, you don't rebound like you used to after sex. You don't, um, after working out, it takes a longer time to recover. These are signs and symptoms consistent with that. A lot of times you need to have your um, hormones level checked as well, men. So you're also going to have your testosterone level checked, your estrogen level checked. Uh, your PSA, which looks at your prostate, you're going to have that check. 
So that is something that's really, really, um, it impacts both. It's just that we don't hear about it as much. You know, sometimes men, you don't complain. You just get angry at times, or it's just something that you just don't want to discuss. And your sex drive is low. Your low libido is there and your numbers, your hormones can show that as well. So there's definitely a male version of menopause. Um, and with that too, like uh, if you're starting to not gain as much muscle mass and you're not, you don't have the drive, a lot of times it is testosterone. Oh, testosterone. I, I, I love to talk about testosterone because it is um, a hormone that is definitely useful. It can help burn fat. It can help tone. It helps with your libido. It can help with mental clarity. Um, so there's a lot of good that's associated with testosterone. So you want to make certain that you have your levels checked. So if you're dealing with some sexual health issues, make sure you have your hormone levels checked. We've had specialists on the show before here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio who's discussed uh, hormone levels. In fact, we had Dr. Gail Jackson on who talked about it, and we've had Dr. Malika Woods on. So definitely, definitely there's something there. Um, let's move on to question number three. This is Linda from Las Vegas. My sex drive has been diminishing the past few years. Is there medication similar to Viagra for women? Um, yes. yes. <laughs> go ahead, Tiffany. I'm going to let you go for it. So there is a, a female Viagra. It's called Fulvanserin. Its uh, nickname is Addie. And it is available for women. It, there are a lot of stigmas that go along with it and a lot of regulations that don't come with the male Viagra because, you know, women were not important. That's how my, we just have some, we got to make sure we deal with it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, it's, there is ask your GYN or your doctor about it. Um, it's definitely can help, but get those hormone levels checked. You know, I'm a big proponent of bioidentical hormones. I know you are too, Dr. Tamika and, um, uh, it, a lot of times the foods we eat, a lot of things can help boost your hormones. Oh, definitely. So if we break that down. Um, we know that we want to get our hormones checked, but let's just keep it real. If you're dealing, if you're um, dealing with a lot of eating, different, a lot of processed foods or you're not getting enough rest, if in fact your body is fighting off other things. So you want to know, like if there's something going on with your gut, if there's something going on with your thyroid, Everything in the body impacts everything. It's very well interconnected. Our bodies are divinely designed to heal themselves. But if there's something off in various areas, it will manifest. And it can manifest as, in, as such as problems with a low sex drive. And remember, dealing with the pandemic has been a whole new stressor nobody has ever been exposed to. In fact, if we break it down as early as four, what was it, 425 this morning in Southern California, we had an earthquake. So if we think about the stress of the pandemic, then we have an earthquake and then Things are closing. They're reopening. There's so many stressors. Businesses are opening, are having struggle, are struggling whether or not they're going to stay open. The kids, are they going to be virtual? Are they going to be a hybrid? Are they going back in for certain? The uh, college sports, is it just going to be them working inside? Are they going to be outside? It's just so many different things that we're dealing with that the stress on the body we haven't had this before, so we really can notice the different um, impact in our sexual health. So definitely these hormones can be impacted by that. And I, I need you to understand that you are not alone in this journey. Here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, we're trying to get you the insider secrets and so much more. I mean, our chief 
Saxonista Tiffany came with it and she started talking about things. I was like, oh my, the mojo upgrade. I'm like, what in the world? Um, having conversations, understanding that this is a vulnerable topic, but making sure that let's create the excitement back. And if I even told you some of the things she has on her website, I'm gonna let her talk to you. Tiffany, how can they connect with you? They, the best, the easiest way to connect with me is through my website, enticeme.com. You can tack, text to chat with me there. Um, you can sign up for our emails. You can give us a call. You can email me. My email is tiffany at enticeme.com. But also social media is a great place at enticeme soirees on all the platforms. Um, awesome. Is Entice great. me. Let me just make certain. Sometimes you may not be hear it very clearly. Entice me is E-N-T-I-C-E me.com. Is that correct, Tiffany? Yes, that's correct. I'm like... Think about it. I mean, we need more excitement. Is there any other tip, tool, hack that you can share with us before we um, tune in to, for our next time we're here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio? You know, with you asked me at the beginning of why I, what I, why I do what I do and how I got started. And what I really realized is that along with that pleasure piece that I thought I wanted more sex, but really I wanted better sex. And so mm. finding out what that means for you and what better sex is for you and how you can ma make that happen in your life. And don't Ooh. settle don't settle for sex that's mediocre because it will blow your mind and you'll be so much happier and healthier. And we didn't get to this, but when you have more orgasms, you make more money as well. Oh, like don't don't stop right there. Let's keep going. We have some more time. We're gonna bring some more time on the on the on the box. Look, they'll be okay with this. Let's talk about that. Keep it moving. Tell me. So when we have an orgasm, it releases oxytocin into our system and testosterone, and testosterone then is helps to block a pain receptor. So we're able to do things that we normally don't do. So asking for that raise, asking for the sale speaking on stage, the things that if you think about the gender wage gap and how much more men masturbate than women, it's about the same difference as the pay gap as well. Oh, no, Tiffany, don't hurt him like that. Don't do it, Tiffany. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Because of the more pleasure, the more self-satisfaction, there's a degree of confidence and self-image that's increased yes. boosted that allows people to have the like the boldness and the confidence to say you know what this is what i'm asking for and i deserve it and here are the reasons so let's go for it and get it yes oh tiffany and just and there's there's a study that has shown that if you have moved from one orgasm a month to one orgasm a week that it's like getting a pay raise of $50,000 a year, just because you're happier and you're healthier, that it just makes you feel even better about your life. So if we're happier, we're healthier, you're, you're missing less work, yep. you're more engaged. You're They're um, more productive. It's proven that when you have orgasms and a vibrant sex life, you actually are more focused athletes perform better and you have more stamina. Wait a minute, Tiffany, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You have dropped a, a little, another, another token, another token 
for my rock stars who are tuned in to Rock It with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, I just need you to stop for a moment and just think, what is the orgasm count for the week, for the month, and how much that is impacting your overall well-being, quality of life? And it may have a, there may be a direct correlation. So you, when you have that conversation, <laughs> like, look, I want us to be at the top of our game. I want us to make as much as we possibly can. I want us to impact the lives of others. And one of the areas that I think we need to do this in is improve this area of sexual health. That's what you just said, right? Yes. Whoa. Okay. I would look. You have. I, I can hear all my men and women, my rock stars who are tuned in, are like, you know what? Let me take inventory. And those of you who may not actually be on that same thought because of some of the challenges you're having in your sexual health, we know that there's some things you can do right now to help yourself. So first and foremost, you want to figure out, are you struggling in the area at all? And if you know you are, have you had your hormones checked? Have you had a conversation with your uh, significant other, your spouse, and let them know what's been going on? And then um, what are you doing about it? Because you don't have to settle. You can, The question is, you don't want more, you want more better sexual health <laughs> right yes tiffany i'm telling you look okay you have me really thinking here like what else could we be doing as it relates to this sexual health like we had the formal conversations we have the informal conversations and now we're like okay i'm trying to make more money so i'm gonna need more orgasms <laughs> i never put the two in the same sentence i never ever have done that before tiffany <laughs> that is i gotta give it to you I really do have to give it to you. Um, what as it relates to, um, have you seen that with the people you work with? Yes, 100%. Um, I, one story I can share quickly is one of my clients was negotiating a new position and I had her self-pleasure before she went into the conversation and she ended up getting $10,000 more than they had offered her to the day before. She was like, oh, let me try. Look, <laughs> now look, don't get upset if it doesn't work the first time. Right. Okay. My people who are tuned in, my rock stars on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. If you are doing better, your sexual health is improving and you're feeling more confident, more assured of yourself and recognizing that, you know, let me go and step forward and be bold about what I want in my life because you have a purpose on your life that you're walking into it. It doesn't necessarily have to work out each and every time that first time around. But if you're consistent with it, you can do everything but fail. You can do everything but fail. I mean, this is, I mean, Tiffany, I'm like, you have to keep going. You can't stop any other stories you can share that you can help people. Because I think a lot of times this is such a vulnerable topic. And this is just something that people are unfamiliar with that they shut down and they isolate. And I want people to be more confident and more bold and understand that, you know, there are things out there that you can do and you're not alone in this. So one of the biggest questions that's asked to Google and one of the things that women come to me most is to tell me that they have a hard time orgasming during intercourse, mm -hmm. which there, and I just want you to know that you're not alone. If you're, if you figured that out, because 80% of women don't have an orgasm from intercourse alone. And so 80% 80 need additional clitoral stimulation 
to really get there to that orgasm. And to get to that really where you're really ready for intercourse, we women need an average of 22 minutes of foreplay. So ask, you know, are you getting that in and if you are, then let's look at see what you can do to train your body. You know, it starts with the pelvic floor and your sexual health. And I teach a 12 week course called the orgasm experience to teach you how to, you know, everything we've talked about, how to self pleasure, how to love your body, how to communicate these things to your partner, but also how to really train your body to have orgasms. Because I used to not have orgasms and I thought something was wrong with me. And it was really that I needed to learn about my body and learn how it worked and train my pelvic floor so that I now have multiple orgasms. Okay. So let's, let's back, 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 back it up. That's what we're going to say here. 80% of women do not have an orgasm. So automatically, you know, you're not alone. And then I think it's very important that we talk about these numbers because 22 minutes of arousal foreplay is important. I know some of you may not think it's 22. Some people may think it may be less. Some may think it's more. Nevertheless, there is a foreplay time period that's in place that's going to help you. And then, Tiffany, you just dropped another pearl. You're like, look, if you're still struggling, let's jump on a, come take my 12-week course, right? Because it's, it takes some time and, you know, you have to be comfortable. You have to be, you know, vulnerable with yourself. And sometimes we're not comfortable in our own bodies as it relates to this topic. So I, I need those of you, my rock stars who are tuned in to rock it with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio to understand that this is a process. And I used to think of process as a bad word. Like, oh gosh, don't say process. I, I don't want to hear it. But it takes time. It but does. You have to know that there's, although I don't want you to compare yourself, but I need you to understand that there's several people out there who are having similar situations as you, and yet they are not armed with the information that you just received here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio. So, Tiffany, I mean, that is key. I mean, we didn't even go into that, so I'm glad you talked about it because it is an issue. And, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, you don't want your partner or spouse to feel bad. You know, you're like, oh, okay. And then you don't want to engage in sexual health or things that are sexual healing or appealing because you're like, I'm not going to be pleased anyway. Yep. So why do I want to do this? And then you back off. Uh, I think there's, you know, 50% of women would rather go shopping than have sex. And that's because they haven't had great sex. Oh, uh, let's even talk about, let's break that down. They'll put on what's called the granny panties, the yep. ugly turn off things. They will put the kids in the bed. Yep. They will All the have deterrents. a headache. Pardon me? All the deterrents. All the deterrents everything and just not to go there and the reason being is they're not being they're not being pleased and i'm not going to just pick on the talk about the women but it's also men who are like well i'm not getting what i want and they're not being met where they want to be met at as it relates to this topic mm -hmm. so they sort of shy away from it and then what tends to have happen is people start to look for other areas right outside of what they have right there at home and it could be you know emotional affairs it could be a relationship with pornography it could be a relationship with something that just has nothing to do with that connection that you have right there in that relationship so i have to tell you that my rock stars listen you know tiffany you have like you have more than one course so why what are, you didn't even bring the courses up what yeah. other courses do you have um, talk about it i'm i have 
several right now that are available online. I have a painful sex workshop. I have a course called Orally Speaking, which teaches women how to love giving oral sex. And then I have the orgasm experience. I'm also in the process of writing some other courses, a postpartum course for women and a um, sexual dysfunction course for men. Okay, so look. And then also we're working on, my set, other sexonista and I are working on um, uh, what, what men need to know about women in menopause. Okay. I mean, you just dropped four or five different courses right now that can truly help my grown and sexy rock stars who are tuned in here to rock it with Dr. Jamika, help them in their sexual health area so that they no longer have to feel deprived, alone, unsatisfied, and run to whatever distraction they can get to so they don't have to go and have an intimate relationship with their spouse or partner. I need them to understand that there are answers out there. And you even gave them um, another site that they can go to that can help them understand how to relate and figure out what are some things they can do, how to create back excitement. I mean, we didn't even talk about toys. I think it may be too much for them right now. We don't have enough time to talk about the various toys. But check out her website, enticeme.com, and you can see all the things that she has readily available for you to look at that you can purchase that can help you in this area. And when you're stuck, you can even hit her up on her website or on her social media platforms so that she can just guide you and then perhaps work in a relationship with her because believe it or not, sometimes we just need a coach. And if that coach happens to be a sex anista, then go for it. Go for it wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Tiffany, I have to say from the depths of my heart, I am truly elated that you took the time out of your schedule to join us here on Rocket with Dr. Tamika on Dash Radio, where we bring insider secrets to health and so much more. You have been a true joy. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Ah, the honor is all mine. Thanks so much. My rock stars, stay tuned for our next show on Rocket with Dr. Tamika. We have something exciting coming. Be aware, be aware. Get ready, get ready. Thanks again. Do your best. Live your best life. Talk with you soon. Bye. You're tuned in to Rocket with Dr. Tamika right here on Dash Radio.